Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 15th, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough album. Today we go with Kind of Blue from Miles Davis. And he was inducted in 2006 by Herbie Hancock. Perfect induction. Perfect yeah. induction. The only other... No, it no. couldn't get any more perfect. No. Maybe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but that would be... I was going to say Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, possibly. That but might no. be cool. Her- Herbie Hancock. That's better. Perfect. Yeah, Herbie Hancock's perfect. So this album was recorded on... March 2nd and April 22nd of 1959 at Columbia 30th Street Studios in New York City and released August 17th of 1959 on Columbia Records. Mm. This album is features a sextet Mm -hmm. uh, that Miles Davis leads, and obviously he is on the trumpet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, also features John Coltrane on sax, Julian Cannonball Adderley on sax, Bill Evans on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Jimmy Cobb on drums. And it also features a new pianist, Wenton Kelly, on Freddie Freeloader in the place of Evans. Mm-hmm. This is widely regarded as three things. The greatest jazz record, Miles Davis's masterpiece and the greatest album of all time. I, I, yes, it's hard to all three of those things. We could have a debate on all three of those. I mean, Miles Davis, he is the heaviest hitter in jazz. Period. There's nobody that really comes close to him. I mean, you could say Coltrane, maybe Louis Armstrong. But nobody is ever going to command the respect that Miles Davis did. And one of the major reasons for that is this album. Well, this was a huge transition for him. And yeah. uh, when he and Bill Evans started working together, um, that was kind of Miles Davis's catalyst to depart from what they called hard bop. And that was his style and move more toward experimenting with musical modes. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually continued to expand on the, the modal approach for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. They kind of used it a little bit on milestones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they had kind of gotten into it. With stuck, my, stuck my toe in the pool. Yeah. And then it was like he understood he. The thing about Miles Davis is he learned from every experience that he had, and he took it to and used it to make himself a better musician. And when he started using that on Milestones, it was kind of that thing of like, oh, okay, I can see where this can take me. And then when he got Coltrane and these and Bill Evans and Cannibal Adderley, when they he, when he got him into the studio. He kind of would explain the song, but not necessarily chart everything out and say, you got to play this note, this note, this note. It was much more about the improvisation. Well, and, I mean, he he actually just, like, he was like, no, we're not going to have rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And all he would do was give them, like, scales and melody lines mm-hmm. and be like, stay in here. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Stay in your wheelhouse. 
and we're not going to do anything. You bring that info that I told you to prepare for. You do the same. You do the same. You do the same. You do the same. Mm-hmm. And okay, roll the tape. Yeah. And there was a there was a stretch where it was believed that they did the whole album on like the first take, and that's false. Which is not exactly true. They they did multiple takes. But they did record it live. But they did record everything as it was. Like, they were playing this album as you hear it. You know, it wasn't necessarily the first take, but it didn't take many from all accounts. No, but there's there's no way to overdub on something like this. Like, it's, you know, on a nine-minute song, like we got to start all over mm-hmm. kind of thing. So in the smooth nature of this album, it is just, I mean, starting off with, so what, so what's awesome is just amazing. And like, and the, the, the thing is, is like Freddie freeloader is pretty good, but it's not, it, I, you can almost hear the difference in the band just with that simple piano player replacement. Um, blue and green is it's just one of those things where it just blows my mind every time I hear it. Um, and this whole, it's, you can put this record on in any occasion. You can put it as a dinner record, as a party record, as a, and it's just, it fits every occasion. And that's, that's why it's been influential on jazz, rock, and classical artists, genres, just the whole scene across the board. Yeah. If you did anything, do anything, I would argue that sensibilities from this also affected country music. Oh, I mean, everything. They've if, affected artists if, if you, more than they've affected genres. Yeah, and if, so many artists are bending the genres yeah, now. Yeah. That if you play music, you've listened to this and you've gone, holy cow, what, what, I need to listen to this again and again and again and again. It's that amazing. And one example of that is Q-Tip mm-hmm. said, quote, it's like the Bible. You just have one in your house. You do. I have three. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah. If one breaks, I have a backup. <laughs> they don't want to go without. I'm not going to go without. I'm not going to go without. I remember a guy that had seven copies of Tupelo Honey by wow. Dan Morrison. Well, that's that's a bit excessive. That's a bit excessive. I don't know. It if he had Tupelo seven, Honey, if he had seven copies of Kind of Blue, I'm on his. I'm on his boat. I'm on, I'm in there. I'm rowing with him. Yeah, I'd you're right. The, I'd have you're the, right. I'd have the eighth paddle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a paddle. That's a copy of Tupelo Honey. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, I mean, it was added to the Library of Congress National Recording Registry. I mean, it's it, it, it it's it's. I think a lot of times I'll use the words. It's almost a perfect record. I think this might be the only time I would ever use the words. This is the perfect record. Somebody sneezed in the background of one of those tracks, so I'm going to say close, but no sneeze. We're still talking about that sneeze. It's a perfect sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) It was right in time, man. That's 
That is hard to argue, man. Yeah. It makes me feel kind of blue. Well, today's album for the day, uh, November the 15th, is Kind of Blue by Miles Davis. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast, and feel free to email us uh, with your requests at album the number four the day at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!